Hey guys, this is Liz, and you're listening to episode 16 of Tacos and Tales. Tacos and Tales, a deliciously scary podcast for the taco enthusiast. My name is Jane, this is my sister Liz, and we are so happy to be back. Welcome to 2019, everybody. Today we have a very special guest. Um, I think we'll call her Taco Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. So this is my coworker slash friend, and uh, she has a little something interesting about her, and and that is that she doesn't believe in ghosts. Dun dun dun. <laughs> so tell us about that, Lee. I am the non-believer that is referred to. <laughs> <laughs> we have referred to her a few times in our podcast as the non-believer, but we just want to get your side of the story. We want do we want you to be able to tell your side of why you don't believe in ghosts? Um, I think because maybe I've never experienced it or seen it and I'm more of the opinion if I can't see it with my eyes, me, myself, then it's not that I don't believe that other people haven't had some kind of experience, but um, some ghosts uh, just... Eh. So you're more like seeing is believing? Yes. Okay. Okay. okay so, that makes sense. do you feel at least you're not completely closed <clears throat> off to where you think that people are lying? Is that the case or no? No, I don't think that people are lying if they've actually seen one. Um, like you guys' mom, um, I have an aunt that she said that she would always hear my grandma in the kitchen after my grandma passed away. Um, my dad has seen some things on the road. Some things have happened to him. So it's not that I don't believe, but it's, I guess, for me, since it hasn't happened. So I'm just I guess, waiting. I guess it's more fair to say that you're a skeptical. Yes. Not a non-believer. So you're a... Low-key, you kind of believe. I think because I've watched, <laughs> yeah, I've watched too many of those, um, the Ghost Hunter shows. That's not Like on travel. It's not real. And so I'm like, really? Come on. <laughs> So, yeah. If, if there's anybody in here right now, can you knock three Exactly. Times? <laughs> yeah, no, that's not, no. So basically you just don't believe in the exploitation of the supernatural. Exactly. Okay, but if you would hear do something, you. you would be like, you wouldn't try to rationalize it. You'd be like, okay, mm -hmm. that's, well, that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of like different um, ways that energy manifests and what we refer to as a ghost could just be like a manifestation of energy and uh, residual energy. So I think when people think about ghosts, it's not so much like white sheet, you know, chains clanking. It's just um, more so energy. Right. Yeah. Because I believe in those, you have those feelings that a loved one is gone or someone that you haven't seen in a while is with you or you just feel their presence kind of like ghost whisperer from back in the day <laughs> um i believe that that's something that can happen yeah that was the one with um 
Jennifer Love? Yes. I never saw it. But my brother was in love with Jennifer Love Hugh when he was little for some reason. <laughs> so on that spooky note, we just want to um, welcome everybody back to Tacos and Tales, and we want to wish everybody a very happy new year. I have some New Year superstitions for y'all, because y'all know I love superstitions. Are we gonna have some? Are we gonna have fun with these facts? Um, sure. Have as much fun as y'all want. <laughs> if this is your first time listening. Liz loves to share her fun facts, so make sure you're in an area where you're able to have some fun. And here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, fun fact number one: open all your doors and all your windows, so that way at midnight the old year. And everything that has happened can escape. Please. <laughs> uh, bear cupboards. So you might want to go grocery shopping before the new year because empty cupboards at the turn of the year foretell a year of poverty. Don't have anybody to kiss. Okay. <laughs> I'm feeling attacked right now. <laughs> One of your more popular beliefs is that kissing your beloved at the stroke of midnight ensures 12 months of continuing affection. Failing to do so is that to produce the opposite effect. So, if you don't kiss anybody, then I guess you're never really losing anything. You could have kept that one to yourself. <laughs> Babies born on New Year's Day are said to have the best luck throughout their lives. That's a lie, because my birthday is January 1st, and I feel like my luck is subpar at best. Oh my gosh, <laughs> But, um, hey, it's my birthday, guys. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday, Liz. <laughs> Thank you. <coughs> Excuse me. If you're listening to this on Taco Tuesday and you follow us on Instagram, go show La- go show Liz some love <laughs> on her Instagram page. She is tagged on Instagram or whatever, whatever. Okay, bye. I have another one. If, so if you planned on having, like, a super elaborate meal and having some lobster, you might want to rethink that because eating lobster is bad luck because lobsters move backwards. So if you eat lobster, then basically uh, you're going to cause yourself some setbacks for the new year. That's Interesting. weird. Interesting. <laughs> um, if you want to eat some chicken, I would rethink that chicken because <laughs> they scratch backwards and that will cause you some backwards luck in the new year. Like, who even thought about this kind of stuff? <laughs> like, somebody ate chicken, and then they had a bad year, and they were like, oh, well, I saw them eating chicken on New Year's Day, so that's probably that's what happened. The reason the world is unlucky, yeah. <laughs> it was probably that dry chicken. <laughs> For all of you who like to sleep in. Me. Also me. A Polish tradition says that if you wake up early on New Year's Day, I'm sorry. If you wake up early on New Year's Day, you will wake up early for the rest of the year. And if you touch the floor with the right foot when getting up from the bed, you can expect a lot of good luck. Well, that's not going to happen. What constitutes as early-ish? Right? (laughs) Because I think like 10.30 is early. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh my gosh, so early. It's almost 11.30, Janessa. What the hell are you talking about? I guess we'll leave that up to interpretation, but that concludes my couple of fun facts for New Year's folklore. So if um, you want to eat some lobster or eat some chicken or sleep in, you better think about that if you want to have some good luck. I wonder if it means, I wonder <clears throat> if eating tacos on New Year's Day carries any signification. 
Signification. Well, if I say it in my fun Significance. Voice, if you eat tacos on New Year's Day, then you're going to have a year. That makes it true. A new, if I use this voice. Yeah. <laughs> if you eat tacos on New Year's Day, you will have a year full of meat and salsa and good luck. Yeah. There, I have spoken, so then it is. Or what is it? <laughs> what is the thing? So it is written as it shall be done. Yeah, that's not what I, anywhere near what I said, but that's what I meant. <laughs> I have one. My great-grandma always told us that if you at least have a dollar in your pocket when the yeah. new year rings, um, then you would have money, even if it's just for a dollar, um, <laughs> even if it's just a dollar to buy a Coke hmm. um, throughout the new year. I have heard that one as well. Yeah, I've also heard, of course... For all my ladies out there and gentlemen, <laughs> the red panties, red undergarments on New Year's Eve. When the clock strikes strikes 12, then that will bring you luck. And wow, somebody just slammed the door in our house. We're so sorry. <laughs> that will bring you luck and love in the new year. So get them red panties out. Red Ooh, boxers. I've never heard that. So, <laughs> so what happens if you don't wear any panties? <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> Um, that's for another podcast, please. <laughs> that's for tacos and tail. That's for a paid podcast where where we use this voice. Yeah. And we talk really close to the mic. Oh, we have, by the way, guys, we officially have mics. Oh my god, we're so, so we officially So we think that guys. we're like, so awesome. No longer do we have to talk to the void in the middle of the table. <laughs> so since it's New Year's um, Eve Eve. We're recording on Sunday. Does anybody have any New Year's resolutions that they'd like to share before we get started? Jane? Nope. New Year's, same bitch. Hello! <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do have, I'm sorry I have... if you have children listening, but if you have children listening to this podcast and you know me personally, you should have known better. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like to make... Uh, resolutions either but I do have one resolution for myself or the podcast and that's to not say um so much in my speaking because Jane pointed it out that I do say um a lot and so upon listening to all the episodes I do say um a lot but I think it's because my brain works so quickly and there's just so much information in there that I don't know what to say so it just comes out as um by information do you mean air So that's one of my podcast resolutions. Helium. She's trying to get the void out. <laughs> um. <laughs> anyway, so for the, this very first episode of 2019, we're going to start it off with an, a segment that we've introduced that we haven't really um, done. Oh, there's that um. That we haven't really done too much with, and that's a segment we like to call Scared, Scared to, to Talk, talk About, about It. it. And so my my friendly has joined in on my our... friendly, <laughs> my friendly, <laughs> my friendly Lee has joined in because she has a story for us. And um, this is a story. There's that um again. Every time I say um, I'm gonna say there's that um again. That's not gonna get annoying. And nope, not at all. But this is her story. And uh, take it away, Lee. So I am. Um... Of the older variety, you could say, <laughs> um, older than Liz and Jane, and um, and so I went back to college later in life, and I had the opportunity to go on a mission trip to Ecuador in June of 2010, and 
So being there, we visited a lot of different cities and when we did our touristy thing before we got into the grunt of our work, they took us to some different displays on the equator. And one of the things that they showed us, and I sent Liz some pictures so she'll be able to put them up, was there's a lot of native tribes there that participate in a ritual with shrunken heads. And you can look them up. They look kind of weird. Um, they are still sold on the black market. They are what people would say the deep web. Um, you, we could buy them there, but they're the novelty plastic ones. So they're not like real heads? They're not the real ones, unfortunately, <laughs> no. The picture that Liz will put up is a real one. Um, so they explain the process to us, and it's usually an older shaman man that has passed away. And so whoever is the next in line to take his place, the healer of that tribe, so to speak, um, they... They cut off his head, which is kind of gruesome. They cut off his head. They will sew the eyes and the mouth shut. And they boil the head to a certain point so that the skin doesn't come off, of course. Uh, but they cut the back of the head so that they're able to take out the skull and all the stuff, the goodies huh. on the inside. <laughs> all uh, the filling. Yeah. <laughs> all the juicy filling. Uh, they sew that up. And they fill it with sand, and then they just leave it out in the sun to shrink. So, like leather, it, you know, shrinks down to a very small size. Ooh. And they put a string through the top, through the head, and whoever's the next in line to take his place, they wear it as, I guess, as a symbol of hierarchy, um, as a symbol that you know, that shaman's healing powers or knowledge has been passed down, down to him. <clears throat> and I, I thought that it was very, it was, ugh, it was really gross. So we weren't supposed to take pictures of it because it's supposed to be very sacred, but right. you know, college kids that we were, we did. <laughs> um, but you can still see the eyelashes that are on there. You can still see the eyebrows it was really legit because you first think of it and you're, you think oh, really, but it's, you know, kind of along the lines of some of the old Indian tribes that we have here. But being in South America, we're, you know, that's still more rampant in, in the jungles. You know, it's something that still happens, and it's something that they participate in. And you think that's just, it's scary because that's an actual human head that's right. shrunken down to about the size of maybe a tennis ball. Right. And I guess to us, since, you know, we're, you know, we're not... To us, that's kind of like, wow, it's kind of barbaric, but to yeah. them, it's, you know, it's their way of Respect, life. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Just and like in a n native Indians here, they pass along the big headdress or right. whatever, but that is something that they do, and they keep, they pass it along. Wow, and that's very interesting. I, I never really, every time I think about shrunken heads, I think about, um... Beetlejuice. Yes, I was just about to say Beetlejuice. That is so disrespectful. Exactly. We're gonna get hashtags <laughs> on our first episode back. So, if you have any listeners in South America, in Ecuador, <laughs> you might not anymore. My but... uh, my old boss is from Ecuador, and I always thought Ecuador is a beautiful place, and it's a place that I would like to visit. But that's that's interesting, and I guess I always wondered about shrunken heads, but I never did like a search on how right. they did it. Mm -hmm. But I educated I yourself. I guess I was so dumb or like naive because I was like, well, how do they shrink the skull? Yeah. 
not thinking like okay, that they actually they take it out. The skull. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's news to me too. Yeah, huh. I wonder what it smells like. You all know I I have to know what everything smells like. Yeah, that's it's it's really it was really interesting to see something like that up close. And so did know. they have a lot or was it just like one shrunken head? It was just this one that they had at the muse the local museum that we were at in Quito, Ecuador. And it had been donated to them from whatever the local tribe was. One yeah. of the local tribes that we knew of, uh, I believe they're uh, Quichua, because I know that's the name, that's the language mm-hmm. that some of the kids at the orphanage that we helped, that they they spoke, which I thought was interesting. Um, was it your dad or your mom asked about me speaking Spanish? And there's a little girl that, you know, at the time, this was eight years ago, she was probably 10 years old. She could speak English, Spanish, and her native Quechua tongue. <laughs> I'm like, mm, I just practice speaking Spanish. Like, I'm not really good. Hola. Hola. La Yorona. Malama. Malama Lee. <laughs> yeah. Malama Lee. <laughs> yeah, that was so. really um, funny, Liz. Thanks. <laughs> I'm back with all the jokes. <laughs> So, I think we know who the jokester is on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the other things that was there, uh, when we would go into the churches and we want to take pictures with the people that we were working with, there were a lot of the older generations that they wouldn't smile in the picture. Okay. Because if the camera had a flash, they felt like the flash would steal their soul. So because weird. I know, and you wonder... Well, how is it going to steal their soul, or what is it that they're learning? Even though we were teaching them, and we were preaching to them it as a Christian ministry from mm-hmm. you know the Christian Bible, right? It's not like we were teaching them something else, right? So they knew those teachings, but I guess because of their native heritage, what they've grown up with was that you don't smile now. How weird. And so I wonder if that, when I was talking to Liz about that, I wonder how much of that translates to even pictures from the 1900s here in the States where the husband and the wife are just very very stern stern look. They're not smiling. Did they also think that? Or was it just, you know, something that just always happened? Did they just not have good teeth and they didn't want to smile (laughs) then? I don't know. Also that. Yeah, I mean, it could be that too, but... That's interesting. I know one of my friends, she's, she actually brought that up before. She's like, I wonder why it's customary a lot in like the Hispanic culture, like the Latin culture, whenever you see a picture of them, nobody's smiling. Yeah. Like everybody looks so serious and like, just like looking at the camera, like with, you know, like a stare, nobody's smiling. And I wonder if that's why, you know, I guess it's not something that you ask. So how would you know? Yeah. But that's interesting. So... So they allowed you to take their photographs. Oh, yeah. We could take as many pictures as we wanted to. They just did it. And we didn't know that. And so we're, okay, smile, smile. And they're not smiling. <laughs> and you don't know why they're not smiling. We're just uh, taking. Okay, everybody smile. And they're just stand, standing there just blank faced. <laughs> why do these people want me so? I know. <laughs> <laughs> but you wonder what is. What do they think is in the flash that's going to steal their soul? Right. Right. Maybe, um, like, it's, it's like if you take a picture, you, you're you going to live on through that picture. And it's not, you're not going to be your so. true self anymore because now you're... I think I've read that picture. somewhere before. Yeah. 
kind of like a Dorian Gray situation. Mm -hmm. For those of you who don't know, Dorian Gray is an old novel in which the lead character paints himself in a portrait to be young forever, and as the picture ages, he does not age. Interesting. <laughs> I did not know you that. You didn't? I oh, did okay. Not. Oh, okay. I'm so yeah, sorry. Yeah, I just assume that everybody so. around me is well-read. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's interesting. So do you have any... Uh, you didn't bring back any shrunken heads, did you? No. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, I didn't. Not from there. And not from anywhere. <laughs> not from anywhere. I have my own. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for sharing that with us. And... That's going to take us into our theme for January, y'all. So our theme for January is going to be photos and folklore surrounding photos. So we're going to cover, um, we're going to do some research and we're going to look at what kind of folklore is out there regarding pictures and why people wouldn't take their pictures. Why There's they also, would. Why they would. There's also some death photography where people would take pictures when people would die and we're going to kind of delve into that and talk about that. So Thanks for segueing us into that, Lee. Thank but you for having me. With all of that, I think it's time for a taco break. Taco break! <laughs> What's on the menu today, Liz? So today, my friend here, she is from Lubbock. And apparently in Lubbock, breakfast tacos are a thing, but they're not as big as, what, breakfast burritos? Or burritos. We call them, when you're, if you're in Texas, if you're anywhere from Midland going up and you have breakfast food, it is a breakfast burrito. Huh. So if you want a taco, then you're going to get a taco. But our, it's a, a, a bigger tortilla, not the smaller mm -hmm. ones that you would find down here in Houston. Um, and so the ingredients are put in and they're rolled. And so I've had a debate with my brother and he says they're folded <laughs> in on the side and rolled and fried. And I'm like, no, that's a chimichanga. <laughs> um, a chimichanga, yeah. But even, and my great aunt has even had this debate with him. No, these tortillas, when they're that big, they're rolled. Mm -hmm. Now tacos are folded. And so... There are, it, it took some getting used to, to get down here because when I asked for, you know, a potato and bacon burrito, I got this giant thing <laughs> that I could eat for three days. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> that's not what I wanted. So, yeah. So, so one day that's weird. she makes yeah. really good breakfast burritos <laughs> and uh, so I'm like, oh, the breakfast tacos were so good. And she was like, I didn't make breakfast tacos. I made burritos. And I was like, oh. <laughs> But, um, yeah, that's, a, so that's like our little, um, inner argument that we always have. Is it a breakfast taco? Is it a burrito? And I guess it makes sense. If it's folded with a, with a big tortilla, it's a burrito. But like, like you said, like I, when I think of a burrito, I think about a big tortilla and like the size of my head almost a burrito, you know? But, um, I guess when I was in school, they had the ones that were rolled and they were called taco rolls. Remember that? Mm-hmm. So, they were pretty much chimichangas also. Yeah, but they're called taco rolls, so really, like, there's just a lot of mixed signals happening. No, I'm pretty sure that everybody's wrong. <laughs> a burrito's a burrito and a taco's a taco. 
So unfortunately, I can't get any burritos down here. <laughs> um, unless you want a burrito big enough to feed you and your daughter. Yes, unless I make them. And then uh, I have to, I've threatened not to not give Liz one if she continues to call it a taco. <laughs> so, <laughs> to mislabel it. <laughs> I will not have you spreading any vicious rumors that I make tacos. I make burritos. That's right. <laughs> thanks for joining us on that taco break and thanks for spreading your incorrect knowledge as to what a taco and a burrito <laughs> is. <laughs> Uh, we will have a poll on Instagram, and we want to hear your thoughts. Is it a taco? Is it a burrito? <laughs> <laughs> and that concludes this week's taco, taco break. break. Oh. All right, guys. Well, we're still getting Which used to. We're, we're still getting we're back. Still getting used to it. In the hang of it. <laughs> so, do you have any other scary stories you'd like to share with us before we wrap up the episode? I don't think so. <laughs> Well, thanks for being on the episode this week, and we truly appreciate it, and we appreciate everybody's support. We're so excited to go into 2019. We're going guns blazing, even though, honestly, we didn't have anything prepared for today. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, as the folklore says, don't eat chicken, don't eat lobster, put a pocket in your, I mean, put a dollar in your pocket, and wear some red panties. Yeah. And make it a good 2019. Like I said, our theme for this month is going to be folklore about photography. So if you have any stories or any folklore regarding photography, send them to us at tacos, the letter N, tails, at gmail.com. Make sure that you follow us on Instagram and Facebook at tacos and tails podcast and check us out on Twitter at tacos and tails. And happy birthday to me. Check out our Instagram and we'll let you know what's going on for my birthday festivities. Thank you, Lee, for being here. Thanks, Jane. And I'm ready for 2019. How about you? Woo, let's do it. Happy New Year, everybody. Bye.